everybody, you're tuned into the AfterBuzz TV After Show for Orphan Black Season 5, Episode 6, Manacled Slim Wrists. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Welcome. Yeah. 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 Into the oh, 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 nice. Oh. Going. Uh-huh. We we're going to do destination that. for after again. shows. In case you guys didn't hear it already, you know. It's after buzz. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, you guys, uh, you're like, why is it quiet? Why is there not a song? Uh, maybe it's because we have a special guest on the line. We'll get into him in a second. Uh, I'm Kelly McInerney, your uh, host. You could uh, be sure to like uh, after buzz, subscribe to it, all that fun stuff. Hey, look at all my other co-hosts. <laughs> hey, we're here. Hey, everybody. I'm Matt Marr. Happy to be here. You can find me at the Mark Marr on the Twitter and the Instas. <laughs> and I'm Rick Hong. You can find me on all social media at Rick Hong, R-I-C-K-H-O-N-G. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Hollyweird. I forgot to say that. Anyways, hey, we're here with a special guest. He's on the line. Uh, are, are you in Canada? We'll find out. Uh, Josh Vokey, yeah. a.k.a. Yeah. It's Scott, Scott, everybody. It's Scott. Woo. Hey, hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you so much. Yeah. So no everybody problem. watching live, just uh, in the live chat, ask us our, your questions for him. We'll get to them. All that cool stuff. Yeah, thanks so much, Scott. Uh, Josh, not Scott. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> that happens all the time. I'm going to call you that all. You're, are you in Canada, right, right now? I am in Canada. I'm in Toronto. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice. Hey, Josh, since you're in Canada and we're in the U.S., there are no parameters, so you can actually just jump ahead and tell us what happens at the finale. (laughs) (laughs) There's no legal laws that say that you can't do that, you you know? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm not illegally uh, obligated by the network to do anything, although we are a co-pro, so it's a brave new world, so Canada and the U.S. now make television shows together. What? Um, oh, I didn't know this. Like ours, and so I, I actually can get in trouble on oh, both so, sides. Or maybe you can just tell us half the truth. No, no. <laughs> yeah. just kidding. <laughs> um, so what we do here, uh, Josh, we just like talk about the episode, and then I'll ask you a few questions at the end. Hope that's cool. Yeah, that's totally cool. Uh, yeah, and I, you could always jump in because please gonna... jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we'd, we'd love to hear your take, like in, in the scenes or like when you were, you know, opposite uh, when you're doing your scenes opposite Bree. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun, fun this episode. Is a great episode for you. Yeah. Wait, are y'all done filming, by the way? You're wrapped, correct? Yeah, we, uh, we wrapped filming in March. Um, we wrapped on, I think it was, yeah, March 20th or March 19th. And uh, we wrapped at 4.30 in the morning. Oh. Wow. Um, the that- last scenes were filmed, and we all came. Uh, even the actors that weren't working that day, we all showed up. And uh, did the whole thing together, and then we all had champagne, and everybody gave presents and all kinds of nice stuff like that. And uh, we all went home and slept an hour. Well, first we sang songs. Um, <laughs> Maria Doyle Kennedy led us in like a Irish sing along. Oh, nice. nice! Oh, that's really cool. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, then we went home and slept for an hour, and we all got on a plane together to L.A. to do a press tour. Oh, wow. so wait, so, oh, so then you got to sleep on the plane again then too. Not really. No, no we not just really. we just drank wine and laughed and watched movies. Who cried the most? That's what I want to know. Uh, yeah, was it Cosima? Oh. Was it Rachel? <laughs> was it Allison? Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, Tat uh, Tat didn't really cry very much because there was so much of that. I think throughout, 
like the last two weeks or so, she was saying goodbye to a major character every other day. So she oh. cried then. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Kind of like little pockets of that. I think at the last moment, most of us just cried a little bit. On everybody's last day, everybody cried a lot. Yeah. So our last days were all different. I, I cried like a baby <laughs> on my last day. Um, oh, yeah. I gave a I gave a very emotional speech. They gave us room for everyone to have a speech. Oh, nice. On the That's day really nice. that I finished, um, we were running behind a couple of hours, and so I thought that it was like they were just going to wrap me and I was going to leave, and like we we had to get out of there because we were running against the clock. And uh, when I finished my last shot, they told me that I was wrapped, and uh, I thought that they were all just going to kind of go on, and the whole cast and crew kind of came into our set where we were shooting and everybody gave a round of applause and I had to give a speech and everything. And so I just, I cried. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's emotional. That's emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Especially cause it was a great show. It's a great show. It's still on for us. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price. Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, it's still on for us. We're not done yet. We're not crying. Yeah, yeah we're, we're just over the halfway point. We're just over. Yeah, the halfway man. Point. Yeah, and yeah. This episode was a lot of fun. Um, let's just talk about that for a little bit. Sure, uh, sure. That's cool. Uh, we in, we saw Crystal, who we haven't seen in a while, right? Oh, isn't she the best? Gosh, she's the best. The Is she your favorite, Scott? Josh? Did the guess. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You can call me Scott, Josh. Everybody does. <laughs> um. I, uh, I, no, Kasima has always been my oh, favorite. Of course, yeah. See, Kelly hates Kasima, so. I do, I, yeah. I <laughs> Kelly does like hate Kasima. Yeah. She does. I, li- I enjoy her. I'm partial yeah, to, she's uh. she's so goddamn unlikable. Helena. I like, she's I like a terrible Helena. person. Yeah. yeah, she's a terrible she's, person. She's fine, but, like, I prefer the Helenas and the Crystals. Yeah. The yeah. weirdo. That's, yeah. Yeah, totally, I like Helena. I like Helena, understandable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I uh, I actually walked into a, a bakery like a couple of hours ago and finally saw a babka cake. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that's what a babka cake is. <laughs> it was like this little roll or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's like what a Ukrainian babka cake is. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. I actually did think it was like a meat cake for so long. Yeah, I've never seen it either. I always think it's like baklava, but yeah. I don't know if it is. Anyway, it's kind so. of, kind of, but different. Well, okay. was it More delicious? Eastern European. Was it delicious? Uh, it was nice. It's, it's like a little chocolate pastry. Mm. Oh. oh. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Delicious. Hey, it had chocolate in it. Yeah, that's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so so we meet up with Crystal, who has a YouTube channel called KB. That's that a great introduction ever. That was the, yeah. one of the best so openings of the show. Good. Yeah. Not surprising at all for her to have a no, YouTube channel. No, not at all. Exposing, uh, exposing the lies of big cosmetics, and then also showing looks. I guess, right? Yes, 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 yes. Showing uh, looks. Yeah. And on the the video, Brie loses her hair. Who I guess she's the co-host of the YouTube channel. Yes, yes, yes. Which because they're KB, right? The the, the channel's yeah. like KB. So yeah, 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 KB. Yeah, yeah. K for Crystal. Brie, B for Brie. Uh, yeah. Um, and I mean, we've been talking about Crystal, at least on this show. We, I mean, since first episode, we're like, yeah. where is she? Where is Let's she? go. Yeah. Um, and so I, I just, it was, 
it was ever you know I've been waiting for this and so it was everything I wanted and more and they still again the show they still totally surprised me how they reintroduce these clones yeah. and always like make me just oh, love them it's so funny it's so funny what you did you miss Crystal Rick uh, did I miss Crystal I don't know if I missed her but this episode was an awesome oh. way to showcase who she is. Yeah. The whole yeah. the whole episode the, from the get go to as well as we'll discuss mm-hmm. like as as she her journey through this episode. Right. So that was that was yeah. So I mean, did I miss her? No, but did I enjoy this episode? Absolutely. Yeah. It's funny cuz she always has like the almost the the right idea, but it's way it's a little bit off. Like she's like, "Oh, Bree's been poisoned." <laughs> Because of the hair. <laughs> because of the hair. Um, but which, she's like just close. Yeah, so almost like you're yeah. right. Something bad did happen. To her not poison. Just wasn't a nuclear bomb in her teeth. Yeah, no, no, exactly. It wasn't. But she still has, and I think what's cool is that she still has this uh, desire to like. She honestly kind of reminds me of me some way, and like sometimes if I was in that position, I would have this desire to do well, yeah. but also would get. Distracted by hot men and penis. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what Crystal does. You know what I mean? It's very like, relatable. I relate to her very I much. Was, I was singing the other part where it's like you just blurt out everything and it's like, oh. no, you're not supposed to say that. No, I do that too, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but her friend Bree, uh, she seemed to have an interest for your character, Scott, right? Right, Josh? Yes, yes, she did. She was, uh, she's the first love interest that I've had in the show. And, um, yeah, that was something that, that people have been talking about for a long time, and they wanted to do it. It was just a matter of where we could fit it into the series. And yeah, right. So it was cool that they were finally able to do it. Yeah, it was really fun. It was a lot of fun to do. It, it was cool to get back to the comedy of the character, because Scott started as a very funny, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I awkward character, and then he evolved into something different. And so uh, the comedy wasn't there as much, because he just became something different. So it was cool to find a way to bring it back around the comedy to really play off the guys the characters awkward kind of intonations yeah and i was happy to jump back into that that's awesome i think one of my favorite things you did is uh i think the line is something like give her a hand and then it just shows you blowing up a blowing up a glove (laughs) (laughs) and it kind of just deflates i like the ghost line like how he's like oh you just get used to it (laughs) ghosting Yeah. Uh, it's good because, yeah, we haven't seen much of uh, just Scott being, like, his own care. He always has good advice and, like, helping Kasima out for things. But um, you never really see much of his personality, and then, at least in a while. Right. So it was- Yeah, no, it's, uh, well, I, you know, I started in the show doing a lot of the physical comedy stuff, and that's kind of, um, I think what I, I that that's how I got the job. That's how I got into this, is mm-hmm. that. Um, I was good at doing all the comedy stuff, but really, like my roots in acting come from the more dramatic things. Yeah, oh, you're wow. super. Uh, I googled you. I looked you up. You're a super theater guy. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm a pretty theater guy, and so I got into um, got into this because I really love doing comedy, and I, I I love film. I actually like film more than theater. I think as a medium, mm. you know, I, I grew up on an island in Canada called Newfoundland. Mm. Um, oh. Like the it's where they, uh, the, the big musical on Broadway, Come From Way, that won all the Tonys and oh. was a big deal about 9-11. I'm from that town. Oh, oh. interesting. Yeah. So wow. uh, that's, what, that's where I'm from. And so most of my exposure to uh, the rest of the world when I was a kid was through film and television. So that was always my favorite medium. But where I was from, 
there was no chance to do any kind of film and television. So I got on stage because that was the closest I could get. And then I got really trained in that. And then everybody thought that I uh, was a real film, uh, a real theater guy. And I was like, no, 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 I'm just doing this so that I can get to the film. This is the only acting that I could do. And so um, when I finally got a crack at Orphan Black and, and uh, getting in there, I got a chance to do all the physical comedy stuff that I always wanted to do. Yeah, and you be a part and, of like a uh, great series. Right. And right, what, and then and then it became something where it's like, well, that's cool, but you know, the character's kind of changing, and now it's all this other very deep, serious friendship stuff, and it, so I dove do. back into that. But yeah. this episode was a chance for us to kind of, in the midst of our very, very serious final season, to kind of take off the gloves and go back to the comedy, and it was a lot of fun to do. That's awesome. Which I think they're kind of doing that as a show, like I've mentioned before, like Felix is painting nude again. Like they, yeah. you know, they're kind of, I think, reminding us who these characters were in a smart way to remind us where they, kind of their process. Was was Scott initially as big a character? Uh, was he always written to do kind of what you had planned or was it one of those things where they had you come in and they really liked you and obviously your chemistry with Cosima was great and then they wrote you more into the show? Um, yeah, that's a great question. And the answer is that no, I was, uh, I was supposed to work on this show for one day, five wow. years ago. Wow. wow. That's so yeah. inspiring. That's about Man, that's awesome. Congrats. And did you like Thank improv you very much. or yeah. like, how did you, how did they want to, why did, why did they want to keep yeah. you? Did you sleep with someone? Give us yeah. the dirt. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it, it's excuse, excuse, it's, excuse it's Matt. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just, uh. I I came in and uh, my breakdown for the character uh, said that uh, the name was Scott on the breakdown that I got is like Scott also works in the lab was the name of the character and uh, <laughs> also works in the lab and so I uh, I I looked at the script and um, I worked on the scene and I worked with some other actors and coaches that I trusted and um, we kind of figured out what we thought the core of the scene was. And it was that, oh, this guy is, um, he doesn't know how to deal with this woman. Like, he's very awkward around her. Like, you know, mm -hmm. he's kind of attracted slash intimidated by her. He doesn't know how he's supposed to behave. And uh, that's kind of part of that. That's, that's who the character is, is that he's just completely, you know, <laughs> every human being's super insecurity kind of extended into this really, really weird um, awkward caricature of a human being. Mm. And so I went in and I did that. And my audition for the show was 40 seconds long. I did it in one take. Wow. And, uh, and they hired me. And then I went in and I did it. And I, I did the take and everybody on the crew laughed and I kept on doing it and they kept on laughing. And, um, I went home thinking like, you know, it was my first chance uh, doing something that big, like a show this big. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I went home thinking that was it and it was over. And then I got a call saying they wrote another scene that was even more awkward, which was this, the uh, the kissing scene between the two girls in the first season. Uh -huh. And uh, I went in and I did that and they laughed even harder. And I met the writers at that time. Uh, one of our longstanding producers and writers, Alex Levine, um, who, uh, who's been a huge part of the show and he wrote that episode and he introduced himself to me. And then, uh, then they brought me in for the finale actually for the first season to do another scene. And I was supposed to be the last scene of the season and it got cut. 
I was in the trailer to shoot the last scene at six o'clock in the morning on our final day of shooting in the first season. And it got cut because they ran out of time. So I got sent home. And I thought that that was the end of my run on Orphan Black. But you got got paid for showing up, right? I did. Yeah, great. Hey, that's all that matters, man. That's all right. (laughs) And so I, uh, I went home and they called me at the beginning of the second season. And they called me in for one episode. So I said, okay, yeah, sure. So I went back in for one. And uh, I went into the studio, and John Fawcett, who is our um, one of our showrunners, he and Graham Manson, mm-hmm. John was directing the first episode, and he uh, he came, he found out that I was in the studio waiting to shoot, and he came out um, from his uh, from the video village where he was looking at all the stuff, and he came out and shook my hand and said it was great to meet me, and. Uh, then he mentioned the ideas like I'd like to uh, bring you onto the show. And I think that you would be like a good piece to add in and you could be really integral. And I have all these big ideas that I want to implement. And I just want to know if you want to join the show. And we shook hands and I said, yes. And, I said, and that was it. That's that was awesome. It. So you go home and what happens? You start crying. You start like, you like champagne <laughs> no, I, and you're just like just I, doubling uh, up I, and like spewing it out everywhere. You're like, yes. He, he, no, he, he left and he said, okay, great. I got I to gotta go back and direct this shot because they were shooting a phone <laughs> scene. And so he walked away, and I was just there by myself. There was no one around me. And the first thing I did was look behind myself and walk around in a circle. Like, did that actually happen? <laughs> that wasn't a dream. I didn't misinterpret that. Did you, like, pinch yourself? And then yourself? I sat down on the floor in the middle of the studio. That's adorable. Awesome. awesome. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah well... I think the show is way better with you on. Like, it's way yeah. more fun. Uh-huh. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah. Um, I want to talk more about, like, your process and stuff, but let's get... Sure. Let's get into that. Let's get into the episode, and then we'll talk more yeah, about yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Um, just so we don't lose track of time. We don't... Ki- people and, don't kill us online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but so, anyways, so Bree and you uh, kind of connect, or le- at least she forces a connection with yeah. her butt. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. with her butt. Yeah. Um, yeah, with... <laughs> <laughs> that, that is clever. Yeah, uh, and Crystal just sneaks away to do her own thing because she knows that uh, Sarah's gonna try and take over. Yeah, and not let her do any of the action. Yes, and she's mm-hmm. she, yeah. Which yeah. and I love too that. I mean, Chris. That's what again. I actually think that Crystal and Sarah are probably the most almost. I would say this like Opposite. most. No, I want to say like. They're both opposite, alpha. but also kind of the same. Yeah, they're both, both, alpha. they're both alphas. They don't listen. It's yeah. hard for them to listen to other people. They do what they want. And so, like, I mean, granted, Crystal's, like, her main motivation, I think, at the end of the scene, you know, is mm-hmm. that she's upset that someone didn't really like her vlog, which is amazing. Yeah. But, <laughs> which is amazing. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's why they always kind of clash, actually. Yeah. her Well, and also Helena, I think. Those three yeah. just do their own things, I feel yeah. like. Um, yeah, so she's like, no, I'm not going to let this happen. She goes, meets this guy who ghosted her, right? Yes. And, um, gets a little bit distracted as, as Matt, you as said As I you would, would too. I mean, that guy was hot. He was cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she does, uh. Do you, you know who that guy is? No. No. Who is he? That's Tom Cullen. That's her partner. Oh! oh! That's. That's funny. Yeah. I am so that's... much more jealous of her now. Yeah, that's, that's the hilarious. that's the whole other level of the whole thing is that's that that amazing. was our chance to get Tom into the show. 
Oh, that's, that's amazing. Perfect. I'm so glad you're here right now. Yeah, to tell thank us that. you. Or else we'd look like real dumb. That because no, I thought no, they had great chemistry. The internet would let you know real quick. Yeah. Oh no, what are the hands that could go where they where they were going? But, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He that's uh, that was Tom. Um, that was fun. yeah, and he's he's always been around the set for the years that we've been shooting. He's a brilliant actor in his own right. They made a movie and, together too, I think, right? Yes, yeah. yeah they just they mm-hmm. just made one um, called The Other Half. Mm-hmm. Um, recently that was directed here in Canada in Toronto oh, cool. and uh, made with a bunch of our friends um, and uh, Tat's close friend growing up Joey Klein who's also an actor um, wrote and I, I think he wrote it but I know that he directed I think he wrote and directed it awesome. he did direct it I think he also wrote it that's cool and uh, her and Tom starred in it nice nice also starred in this little scene yeah great they were great. So yeah. great. He would not ghost her in real life. No, he, <laughs> no. Did, he didn't know. In fact, right. But while that's going on, you find out, uh, or Scott finds out, uh, that the the makeup that Bree stole, because she's, uh, she's got a... Let's go. She's clipped to it, yeah. Let's she's go. got a stealing problem. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's the same thing with me and Target, you know? Yeah, hey. Oh! Face, face and now it's documented, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah, live your truth. Um, and there's something in the, the ha- face cream. It's a, uh, it's what is it? It's a derma. They it, could put derma system. It's called. Um, I missed that. I was going to sound like all y'all. geeky now. It's called Lin Twenty Eight A. So it's a gene. Um, so wait, Lin Twenty Eight was in, in the Kira. face cream. Yes. Oh, oh, I didn't story. know it was yeah. in the face cream too. Okay, I missed. So that. the delivery system for Lin Twenty Eight A is they bought a cosmetics company because it's a to test it on the unsuspecting public to see who was receptive to it. Wow. It's real uh, Frankenstein. That's yeah, that's disgusting. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That's that reminds me of the old Batman. Which... So good news, yeah. Brie is not a good receptionist. So, so Brie, yeah, she's, so she's not the safe. right one. Yeah, she's uh, like a rabbit. Um, yeah. So that's pretty creepy. Uh, also, not surprising in a way. Like this is this is how cool Orphan Black is. I feel like this is kind of a believable thing. Like, of yes. course, big big cosmetics. Like as Crystal would say, like there are like lies and everything. That's yeah. Like, no. And she said, I mean, what it was like. I, Josh was it you that said like, or I don't know, I can't remember who said it, but it, it was like an allergic reaction, which in real life does happen in general too. No, I worked, I worked cos- in cosmetics. Yeah. I would see women come. I worked at Sephora, and I would see women come, and I'd be like, what the hell happened to your face? Oh, God. And like a cream that worked well on me just literally made them look like like a rat claw of them. It was crazy. Oh, it's scary. Scary stuff. Scary stuff. So we find out that that is what happened with, with Brie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's another thing that Diaz trying to do, because they, the, they bought Tom Collins' makeup line. Yes, they did. Yes. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. They did. Yeah. And that's where we kind of end with Chris. With her kicking him in the balls, yeah. and he literally crawls out. Which, <laughs> yeah, amazing. It was like old school slapstick. I loved it so much. Well, yeah. I mean, every, everybody always laughs when someone gets kicked in the balls. I mean, especially when you know that they deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how she's threatening him with the with the face uh, stuff. Just <laughs> not my beard. Yeah. yeah. He's like, he's like, not my beard. I thought she was going for the. I was going to go for his head, making bald but said so. He's like, no, not my beard. Yeah. And the dialogue was so like when he's trying to talk to her, and she was like, you were making. Me wet and I'm so mad at you. I just uh, I literally did a spit take on yeah. that one because again you don't expect that from the show. So, but that's how great. Crystal talks. That is Crystal. She's so great. Um, and while that's going on, they're trying to avoid Kira going back to Dyad because yes. they find out that they're trying to harvest her eggs. Yeah, Delphine yeah. gives them the, gives them the tea. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, so she gets sick. She has the flu. Hey Josh, do you know how old Kira's supposed to be on the show? 
They said like a little. Oh my god. Uh, I think in the timeline, uh, I think she was eight or nine when we started the show in terms of the timeline. Mm-hmm. And I think now she's supposed to be, I think, uh, 10 or 11. Okay. Yeah, maybe? I think they said, I think Kasima said that either this episode or last episode, you're trying to hard, she's an 11 years old or something, like her egg. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was did. something like yeah. that. She did say but that. But the truth is that the real freaky science, and it's kind of where we're going in the world, is that we uh, kind of deal with things in this way that's ethical, like, well, they're not an adult, and there's all this stuff about um, what makes a human being a child or an adult, but really... The truth is that your anatomy, in terms of what it is, is very set from a young age. So the truth is that, yeah, they can, if they wanted to do that in real life and harvest the eggs from an 11-year-old girl, mm. scientifically, it's possible oh. and plausible. Oh, wow. It's just a matter of, like, the legal. Right. And yeah. that's terrifying. Yeah, super is. <laughs> really. Wow. Oh, man. Uncomfortable. Um, yeah, so... She, they're trying to avoid her going back to Dyad. Yes. And Kira's a hustler now. Yeah. I love it. I love hustler Kira. She's playing the game. She knows. She's got the code names and everything. <laughs> they even give her medicine to make her throw up. Yeah. She's all about it. She's got it. the grift down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, mom, good, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, like mama like daughter. Um, but PT doesn't want that. He knows. I guess he doesn't. Do you think he knows something's up? That, he, Or do you think he's she's sick and... He just still wants her. Uh, I think that the thing about uh, that character, P.T. Westmoreland, is that um, what he says and what he actually means and what he does are all completely different things. Yeah, that's true. So he's, you know, he's essentially the allegory is that he's the Wizard of Oz. You know, he's the man behind the curtain controlling it all. And what he what he really thinks and what he does and what he says are completely different things. So Crazy. as a source, as I think as we've seen so far in this season, he's completely um, two-faced. Yeah. Everything he says and does are completely different. Mm-hmm. All he ever does is play people against each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like with that, we have like Susan and yeah, in Virginia, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, well, the other layer to that is that the people that he's playing against each other are always women. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, he's yeah. playing women against women and kind of presiding over the top. You know? Sneaky, sneaky. I don't like him. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, he's. Uh, we find out also that he's trying to do uh, parabiosis, which is yes. moving young yeah, blood. Yeah, it's, bl- it's blood cleaning. Yeah. So yeah, he's, a, using... he's Lance Armstrong plus a, a vampire. Yeah. That's, exactly. oh, that's the best. <laughs> He's Vampire Armstrong. <laughs> well done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way I there was an either it was either last episode, but I was saying when they started talking about the timeline of how he wasn't really 170 years old, I was explaining to these guys that he almost reminds me of the uh, Dread, Pirate, Dread Pirate Roberts. Where it's just like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, clearly like, yeah, he's not P.T. Westmoreland, but he took on that role. Yes. Like the Dread Pirate Roberts is like, well, I wasn't really the Dread Pirate Roberts, and the guy before me wasn't Dread Pirate Roberts. So the guy, so that's... It's like Jason, just like the killer Jason. Or Doctor Who, I don't know how Doctor Who works. Doctor Who, he regenerates. Okay, but um, Jason, how he's all, well, I'm just thinking behind the scenes, never There's mind. A female Doctor Who, that's a big deal now. But yeah, but um, essentially... No, it's the, well, it's, the whole, uh, it's the whole Batman allegory, is yeah. that the, the mask is bigger than the man or woman right it's a symbol yes. yeah yes 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 oh man well uh so eventually though with kira rachel comes in and grabs her and that's where we kind of leave does. them 
Um, and but I love though again like it's different that Mrs. S she, Mrs. S you could tell was ready to like kick some ass. She wasn't gonna let it happen. And oh, Kara yeah. was just like, no, I'll go. And then as she leaves, she says that line, "I'll keep writing my story." And then it all made sense because we've been seeing these scenes with Sarah and Kira where she's like, "I'm gonna have code names for people. And I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call Di or I'm gonna call Dyad Wonderland and all these kind of like." And I've yeah. been like, okay, I guess, but I didn't. And then now. I think we saw a little bit like that's that's the code she's actually yeah. actually code code. I didn't get it. I thought it was just like their play code. Yeah, oh, I missed that. That's good. That's yeah, because they showed in next week. Yeah, she was saying she's going to be reading the story to her mother, and that's how she's going to relay information. <laughs> I love this. So, Renji nine zero nine nine eight says hashtag count Armstrong. Huh. Count Ar- oh, that's yeah, one of the comments. Yeah, yeah, count yeah. Armstrong. That's PT. Um, yeah, that's a good good idea because she's basically gonna be a spy. She's basically gonna spy. But what sinks is she's still gonna be there. They're gonna be shooting her up. To me, yeah, test, yeah, yeah, and taking some of her eggs, which I believe is painful. Yeah. So maybe not. Like I feel like Dyad has some special medicine stuff. They'll just like to make her not feel abracadabra. Bam. Yeah. Your eggs. Yeah, and then back on the island with Kasima. She's locked in that cage. This is her show. I mean, really, this was a lot of Cosima. Yeah. Well, was, I thought it was a lot of Crystal and Cosima. Yeah. Uh, heavy, heavy, heavy Casey, or whatever. Um, and she, she's, she's a good talker. Like she's, uh, she's just smart in general. Like yeah. with science and also with talking to people. Like how she spoke to Mud, just being like, "I need to tell my family. Please get me out of here." Because she, she let, we left it last episode locked in a cage. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like Mud's wearing this bell now, literally like a like an animal. Yeah, you know that she's punishing herself. Um, it was why is she wearing the bell? Because she's uh, Mud is punishing herself because of uh, because what's this? Uh, because Yanni the Giannis Giannis died. Oh, right? right, right, Josh. That's why. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and then she, and she was also she was like blaming herself. For the death of another, like she said, like these two characters died because of me. Salvador, yeah, too, yeah. was one of them. Oh yeah, for Salvador. Yeah, they had. A so little... I don't know, maybe like her version of like the Scarlet A. She'll... I don't know. She's either Jewish or Southern because she knows how to guilt herself. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happens in the South? Yes, interesting. Yeah, Southern guilt's a real thing. I didn't, I didn't know that. Well, don't, she... yeah, don't go. <laughs> I guess she feels just so bad anyway because she. We find a lot, a lot about her backstory. She was like a junkie. And, and a vegetable. Call, yeah, she calls herself a loser. Yeah. Well, she was, yeah, until yeah, Westmoreland met her. She was a vet. Yeah, she got herself to be a vegetable or yeah. something. Yeah, and he saved her life. Yeah, so. the character's from Seattle, I believe. Yes. Oh. Yeah, she was from Seattle. So. Which makes sense why, because she was so, she really was, we see kind of mud. She's the last one to kind of come around in this episode where there's tennis. And so, but again, that made sense. And being she's that struggling if Somebody around. brought me back yeah. to life. I would be like, they're evil, but I'm alive. You know, that would be difficult. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, eventually she comes around once she sees that picture. Because, you know, a photo's worth a thousand words. <laughs> yeah, it's that. true. Or at least it's alluded to. Like, we yeah. don't really hear her saying anything, but it's very alluded to that there's something where she's putting the, the dots together very quickly now. And, wait a minute, yeah, he's P.T. Westmoreland seems to not be P.T. Westmoreland. Yeah. Um, she lets, she gets Kasima out. Uh, Kasima almost gets trapped in that village because they're all angry. I was nervous about that. I Me was too. like, because she had the cure, and I was like, no, please, just like, can she just get off the freaking island? We've been waiting for this. Like, yeah, I thought it wasn't. Gonna I thought they were either. gonna mess up her her cure, like break it or something. Yes, and I yes, 
I'm glad that didn't. Uh, that only happens like in like the movies and the TV. Oh wait, this is a TV. Yeah. Show. <laughs> yeah. And they wanted to keep the the what's her name? Caroline? Is that the young girl's name? Uh, Charlotte, Charlotte is her younger sister. Knew it was a C. Younger sister. Yeah. Yeah, because the other girl with cancer, I forget her name. I always passed called her away. cancer girl. She passed away. Yeah. Yeah. So a yeah. bunch of a bunch of deaths on that island. Yeah, it was. Uh, and I I thought it was cool how the what they with Casima uh, kind of the way they played her against like Casima was kind of like almost to me like the action of like literally she's trapped she's trying to get her body out you know trying to get out yet we see the interplay between her trying to figure it all out and almost there and then seeing a lot of expositional scenes between Susan mm-hmm. and Westmoreland and then Cody and kind of like. It very much this episode. A little bit of Ira. Yeah, a little bit of Ira. Speckled in. Hot Ira. He's so hot. I don't want him to die. (laughs) Um, I'll let him know he said so. Oh my God, I'll interview him. Tell him to be on the show. Um, (laughs) I'm not kidding at all. but, oh, you could, yeah, you could call. You could, you should get in contact with him. Ari, Ari does interviews, no problem. Oh, you just made, you just made Matt's day. Okay, we're gonna talk after they're done recording. Um, so, um, but also too, I love. It was that episode of kind of like. Like in Scooby-Doo, or I'm going to date myself in Murder, She Wrote, because I remember watching that with my mother, where the villain kind of is in like, this is you pesky kids, and this is what happens. Because there was a lot of that between yeah. Susan and Westmoreland. Well, you, you, yeah, you kind of had to explain it to the audience I kind of appreciate it, though, because sure. mm-hmm. we don't get a lot of that. Well, and because, like, yeah, the show's, like, winding down. We so get bits get and fast. pieces, yeah. so it's kind of like they vomited it out, and I enjoyed that. I don't know if some yeah. people liked it or not, but I liked it. I liked it because it makes, I feel like sometimes the show is too smart for me. Yes, yeah, it is. It's, like very, yeah, it's very, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but well, it's the way it's packaged too. It's um, it moves really fast. It doesn't really wait for anybody, right? Yeah. But with, with these really heavy concepts, that they have to get it out in some way, and so it's good to get it out in this way at the kind of the halfway point of the season, while at the same time giving you all the zany hijinks of you know everything else that we're doing in the episode. Because it's the fun episode. Did you ever, like, have... Uh, I know we're still going through it, but I, since we're talking about science stuff, did y'all ever have somebody's science, like, come in and explain this to you? Or is there a, a doctor, obviously, writing on the show? Or I mean, because sometimes you... I'm telling me, you're, especially you and your role on the show, would you read your dialogue and be like, I don't know what the heck mm-hmm. that means? Yeah, we do. We have... Um, so there is um, the real Cosima. So Cosima is a real person. Oh, um, oh, really? Yeah, that's awesome. Her, yeah, Dr. Dr. Kasima Herder. Whoa! Yeah. She is um, one of the close friends of Graham Manson, who's uh, one of our two showrunners. And she's been the scientific consultant since the first season. So all the names of the episodes, like Manacled Slim Wrists, are all taken from different uh, scientific works each season. So it's wow. they're all taken from different uh, books or uh, um, scientific journals written by, you know, very prominent figures in the community. Yeah, and Matt, she is oh. our scientific consultant. So all of the philosophy and the science of Orphan Black are all derived from conversations between Graham Manson and Cosima. Wow. And she she's our 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 resource all the time to talk about this stuff she's become a good friend of mine over the last five years because the two of us have a lot have had a lot of you know heavy-handed conversations about the philosophy of it and she actually went to the university of mississippi uh, minnesota where the character casima went oh cool 
And so the character is based on her. All the hand gestures, everything is based on Cosima. Does she look like her? Does she have like cornrows and stuff or no? Uh, I think she did. Maybe she did at a point, but she is very, dreadlocks. Yeah. Yeah. She has that very, um, you know, West coast hippie energy about her. Oh, and she's an amazing human being. No, that's awesome. That's pretty. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I also, um, one of my in real life, uh, close friends, um, Nathan, um, his name is Dr. Nathan Schachter. Um, is a uh, uh, he studies biology and has his just recently got his doctorate, but he is working in um, genetics in terms of finding a cure for breast cancer. That's and so oh, he was my him. other resource. So good between the for two of him. Them. I, pl- I applaud that man. So you're all set. Yeah. You're set. You've got you got two great resources to be. A, so was it still confusing for you the jargon and everything? Or yeah, it, it can get confusing, but I'm also a big. Um, uh, big guy. like yeah big science guy big history nerd hmm. and so i would we would have conversations for hours about how it worked and i would make sure that i knew everything that i had to know going in how the machines worked how i was taking samples um what it meant what the kind of overarching themes of what we were working on each episode how all that worked and what we were discussing in terms of the moral implications. Right. I made sure I knew what I was doing before I walked in. Really and I had those two resources to help me with it. Wow, the, the actor prepares. Yeah. Very yeah, well. Yeah. Prepares very, very well. Yeah. <laughs> That's stuff I wouldn't even think about. That's yeah. A, yeah, I would just like, just tell me, tell me what it means. Okay, cool. I'm going to spew it out. That's why I don't act. But I just want to, before, I want to get back to you, uh, Josh, but I just want to say what happens at the end. Uh, like yeah, let's village, do it. There's village so much. Riot. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah there's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it turns into like the whole like the like in, in those like yeah like those eighteen hundreds. Let's pillage the like Frankenstein or yeah. Fra- like, yeah, yeah. Or, like yeah. go kill Dracula or whatever it is. Like, it is like Dracula, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Fire, whole theme, pitchfork. Yeah, it's a big monster theme. I feel like this whole season with like how you mentioned Frankenstein and everything, and this whole like angry mob. Um, but at the end, Susan tries to. I don't know if he, she. Do you think she really tried to kill PT or just like? Put him to sleep. No, I think bit. Susan. I think Susan's trying to kill him. Yeah. Okay. He's been around for too long. He's it's, it's his time is well. He's his time is supposed to have been done, but yeah. So uh, she uh, doesn't find uh, Cody, who comes back. Virginia Cody, yes, yeah. Doctor Cody finds out that she's trying to kill her because from mud, mud, yeah, mud. Like, well, because PT, right? He like looks at her and he's just like, "Take off that bell. You're such a comfort to me." That's yeah. pretty good, dude. and thank you. And then. um... You like she? she well, you see her kind of look guilty. like go white and look at Susan as she walks out, and then uh, yeah, and then Cody shows up, and so it's um, which I was bummed about. I kind of thought I thought he was gonna die, and then I thought it was gonna be honestly what I love about the show is it's so feminist. I thought it was gonna be like two like women doctors, kind of like good and evil, battling it out at the end, and I kind of wanted it to be that. And yeah, to get Cody rid of this. And Sam, yeah, let's and get rid Susan. of the patriarchal guy let's just kill him and not deal with that at all yeah. I was, but that's not what happened <laughs> man yeah because susan gets it uh he does he doesn't give her a break at all i think he just does he give her the i guess yeah he gives her the t- taste of literally of her own medicine yeah 
Actually, dies. Yeah, it turns into uh, it's like it's like an Agatha Christie book. It's just like they just keep dropping like flies is that, like this season. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I said in the predictions, didn't I say last week someone's gonna die? I think I said. Uh, uh, yeah, I think you did. Uh, yeah, but you know what? I forgot about it. Yeah. I, I'm <laughs> that too. Uh, the, by the way, the way it was shot too, just like that last kind of the cre- her sitting the, in the chair, just sitting in the chair, and the way Ira came up to her and he's bleeding out his nose, and he looks and says Susan, and it was just um, it was just so. So sad, and just from the point of, uh, uh, you know, that was his mother. You know, yeah. that was who took care of him. And so, uh, and no, 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 not his mother. Mother, mother, lover, lover, mother, yes. lover. But, but mother, love. That's what I meant. Like, come on, he's got mommy issues. So, yeah. like, he was fucking. Her. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, it's so <laughs> he's, he's Oedipus. He's gonna like stab his eyes out. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Not his mother. But I mean, it's it was just very. Um, it, the, the way that, that was happening as Cosima is kind of venturing out in the water with the boat and the way it was shot is just beautiful. Yeah. Shot. It was kind of, I didn't want her to die, but I'm glad they died together in a way. Or I hope, Well, we think he died. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. He was are, are we supposed to know if Ira died, Josh, or no? Uh, I think at this point it's ambiguous. I mean, he was I can't glitchy. really say anything. He's glitching the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, without spoiling it, without spoiling it, right? But it's, um, yeah, it, it's it's definitely a sad moment, and that's what it's meant to be. Mm. It's meant to tie up that end. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So Although, whether there's a bit after that, uh, I can't quite say. Yeah, but, but what I can say is that there, there, that moment was meant to land the way that it did. Well, I know, and it was, you know, it was heartbreaking. Well, I'm, and and just disturbing okay. at the same time that they weren't able to kind of figure out what was happening. Well, and we still don't, you know, Ira asked Virginia Cody in that, like, I love her. She's like a scientist. She's like smoking a cigarette outside. Like, yeah, so what? And she throws it down. Anyway, but when she goes in there, he asks her, are there any more? And she never answers that. Yeah. So we still don't know how many casters are out there. Yeah. So they might yeah, be a bad true. guy that pops true. up. Yep. So I yeah, still might she, see my hottie yeah. back in action. <laughs> hey, we see a lot of, uh, if we keep getting new uh, uh, different versions of Tatiana Maslany, then I yeah. Mean, yeah, you're yeah. right. You know, right? It, so it ends on a bittersweet note because of Susan and Ira, but Kasima gets away. She, well, we think so. Hopefully. I think so, yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed. Thank you. Yeah. She has thank to. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, man. Uh, all around real fun episode. Um, but yeah, let's get back to you, Josh. Yeah, do anybody have any questions in the, in the chat? Yeah, anyway, no, I mean, we can ask, hey, guys, yeah, like, I mean, you guys are in the chat, so if you have any questions, please, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I yeah, I've, I've been scanning, but I haven't really seen anything yet. Is yeah. there going to be more uh, or, Scott and Bree, by the way? Oh, wait, actually, hold on for a second. Uh, well, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, well, I, I can't answer definitely. Uh, it's a possibility, but. So there were I filmed mean, extra stuff. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that, okay. there is more stuff. I don't know whether it's going to be there. <laughs> in it or not. Okay. Um, uh, it's just, you know, we've got a jam packed season. Yeah, they really yeah. threw everything into it. And it, like, it couldn't be more jam packed. Yeah. And I'm really proud of it. I think these last four episodes are like, uh, everybody's been talking about the season so far, saying, like, we really love it. It's really great. This is like an amazing season. And, Believe it or not, we're actually at, um, you know, just the first leg that we all thought was pretty good. Like the real insane, amazing stuff is coming in the next four episodes. Wow. 
Man. Like coming, like it's it's gonna be nuts. Like a freight train, nice. Like a lot oh, of deaths. Yeah. Like, like the, a lot the of... next four episodes. Like <laughs> we got to the sixth episode, so we took a little breather with this season. But get ready for the last four because it's gonna be all out. Nice. Now I hate to interrupt you, Josh, but someone no has problem. a very important question on the chat. Yeah. Um, I'm, wow, I'm really I feel. CNN right now, and they asked Josh, "Will your diabetic cat make a comeback this season?" <laughs> Denise, the cat. Well, I, I can I can speak to it at least that um, the reason why Denise the cat hasn't been in more uh, of our episodes is that Tat is deathly allergic to anything with fur. Oh, oh wow. there we go. Yeah. That, no, that's a good that's a good question and a that's great a, answer. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah, so that's that's why there are no um, so when we filmed all those scenes with the cat like it really worked and it was great and we had a lot of fun with it and Ari and I had a lot of fun shooting it. But um, I had to shoot scenes with Tat later that day. So um, good, like, I did not and, stuff. I, and I'm a huge animal person. I could not touch the cat. I could not go near the cat. Yeah, sure. I had to sure, wash yeah. my hands and yep. change all mm-hmm. my clothes and everything. Dang. Because that's... she's extremely allergic and you can't have, you know, you can't have your actor that's doing no. half yeah. the scenes of the show with like big Sick. puffy eyes. Yeah. You know? yeah. You said that you wanted to do more like comedy stuff even though you started doing theater. What do you have any background doing comedy or did you just want um, to start doing it? I I I, I just kind of started doing it and um like Toronto is a big mecca for comedy. Like yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, Toronto and Chicago, and New Second York, Second City, yeah, um, have like oh yeah, Second City, and a lot of people you know from SNL and stuff like that. Like um, Samantha B comes from here. Oh, nice. Um, who's got a show on right now? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But there are a lot of Canadians from this area that are really really funny, and we've got a really big sketch and comedy circuit, and uh, a lot of the big. Um, people in the scene, the local scene here in Toronto, were all really good friends of mine. And we all just went to school together as actors. And uh, I think that's been a huge influence for me because they went more the comedy route and they all make sketches and mm-hmm. and um, are comedians now in the city um, of some note. And I, I kind of wanted to do the acting but wanted to have comedy as well. And so I just kind of went that way. Cool. So you're like, and yeah. So you're on a serious show, but still, is are you're kind of funny. You bring the yeah. funny sometimes. Cool. Yeah. It's like best of both worlds. That's I'd say. Thing. I like to walk the line. Like I was never like I'm not gonna stand up and grab a mic and be a comedian. Yeah. But I wanna. It's pretty. Like fun. you know, I I always really love comedians like um, like I really love Sasha Baron Cohen and no, what he does. Oh. Yep. He's a genius. Like the character, like the the character comedy stuff, and I really loved um, Kaufman, Andy Kaufman, and I really loved Peter Sellers. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Peter Sellers. And yeah, that was the first one that came to mind. Yeah, so that kind of comedy for me is is my favorite, where you just adopt a character and just drive it right into the ground wherever it goes. So, are you gonna plan on being like a like doing a Sasha Baron Cohen type thing and playing a character in a movie or a show anytime soon? I th- I think I could. Yeah. I, I think it's something that's always really scared the crap out of me, but I think that that's kind of where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Because any any time I've ever had um, gotten any real praise as an actor, it's always when because I'm a pretty quiet, level-headed dude. Yeah. I think on the whole, but whenever I do these really outlandish, out there characters that are really crass or really awkward or just really in one direction or mm-hmm. another, that are just kind of 
you know, caricatures almost of human beings. It's when I've had the most success. So I guess, yeah, and I guess the next thing I'll do will be something like that because that seems to work for me. Cool. Uh, are, so with Orphan Black ending, can we see you in anything coming up? Or are you planning um, on any I'm, new projects? I'm not in anything at the moment. Um, I'm getting married, so I've taken oh, a break. Congratulations. congratulations. Nice, congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, so I'm getting married um, in uh, two weeks now. I'm getting married Whoa. on the 29th, and then I'm going traveling for a month. And uh, right now I've been taking a break and just taking appointments or, like, auditions for movies and shows. So um, I don't have anything written on paper yet, but I'll either be in nothing or I'll be in <laughs> some oh, blockbuster be in next something. year. Yeah. I think yeah. you'll be in something. Yeah. I don't find yeah. it to be a problem. You're yeah. too talented of an actor, mm-hmm. yeah. I think. Well, yeah. thank you very much. No, really, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a comedic actor as well, and I think a lot of people, um, uh, you know, there's... Uh, to make, especially kind of, it's not slapstick, but some of the physical comedy that you do, it, I think it's hard to do, and it's hard to do to make good physical comedy that's believable. Yeah. Because a lot of people try to do it, and it looks, you know, sticky. They're trying yeah, to yeah. do the joke. And, and it seems one yeah. note. They're trying to do the joke where you're trying to, you're really just playing the scene and the motivation through your physicality. Yeah. And uh, as a, again, as a, an actor, I've, I've, it's, I love watching you. It's inspiring to watch you because it, it, it's, it's good. It's just, it's very um, believable. And like you're telling us all your process. And, and your process is great. And I love we it. see that. We see that in that. So Thank it's you. just, yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did, the other thing I left out, too, is um, uh, John Ritter and Robin Williams were also oh, really big inspirations for me. Oh, they're great. Um, I uh, Sam, who's not here, she's another host uh, on the show. She is uh, very much think, thinking, or she used to think, that Scott was evil, uh, like he's a bad guy. Can you say is he is he ever gonna is he uh, playing for the clone team? Or? <laughs> uh, I think it's safe to say yeah. now that he's chosen his side. Okay, um, that's great. That was something that people talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, and it was something that we played with in the third season. So uh, Scott and Rachel, their relationship, yes, is very. It's it's the only time you really see him. You Almost. can see like a glint of yeah, malice right. in his eyes, or you can see that he's being manipulative or yeah. two-faced. Okay. Um, and uh, I, I mean, it's something I would have liked to have done maybe a little more uh, at that time, but there's just not enough time to do it. Like we've got so much to do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, filming the show. I mean, I'd like to do more of it, but you know, I'm happy that I had that opportunity to do that much. I think that. It's safe to say that he's very much on the um, um, the good side. The no, sisters yeah. and the brother sisters. The sisters, yeah. Team yeah. sisters, yeah. And, uh, but but I mean, me. It's it's funny because um, me as an actor, um, you know, I've become known for playing this guy that's just kind of the sweetest, most naive dude in the world. <laughs> but really, most of the auditions and most of the things that I go out for are playing like you know. Uh, drug dealer or like you know like messed up alcoholic love it. putting his life back together love it 
I thought you were going to say, oh. I, I play a nice guy, but really, I'm kind of an asshole. <laughs> you just described all my ex-boyfriends to yeah. me, so, yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys have any other questions for Josh? Or? Uh, no, just thanks so much for like letting yeah. us like, talk to you and pick your yeah, brain and hear about brain. your experience and everything. Yeah, before yeah we... no problem. It's really great talking with you guys. Yeah, you, you were awesome. Thanks so much. Um, do you guys want to go into predictions real quick? Sure. I don't know if you'll be able to say any yeah, predictions, but... Um, but, but you can say if we're right or not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I predict that in four episodes, it will be done. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. And, um, and my prediction is um, we're gonna, I'm going to get to interview Ari and, and, and scream a lot on yeah. Mike. That's what I'm going to predict. <laughs> no. <laughs> what about you? And he, he would be fine with that. Get right. into yeah, get in touch with his his agent or whoever books things for Ari. He would absolutely do the oh, show. Josh, I know he like would. I, you act like I know people's people. <laughs> 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 anyway, Rick, what's your prediction? Yeah. But, no, my prediction is uh, I think I think Wes Moreland makes it to the end. You think? And then and then, then we see his demise. The Wizard of Oz his, his demise will happen the big in finale. At, the yep, last at the finale. Uh, I think mine is just Kasima gets away. Yeah, that's fine too. That's fine too. Um, until next time, wait before we go. Thanks so much, Josh. You were so great, and you're yeah. Thank you so much for talking. Yeah, can yeah. people find you anywhere on the social yeah. medias or anything like that? All oh, right, on the social medias, uh, yes, I, I have those. Um, <laughs> uh, you, you can find me on Twitter at at Josh Bokey because there's only one dude with that name in the world, I think. Actually, there's another guy, I think, in Canada that has my name, there's and that a, sucks for him. There's yeah. actually a stand-up comedian in L.A. named Brian Bokey. Uh, really? That I'm friends with, because I do stand-up. Yeah, with a Y, in case you're wondering. B-R-Y-A-N. Bokey. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, tell him I say hi, because we're actually a pretty small clan of people, so right. unless he's from, like, Boston or Canada, then... Well, he will be eventually from like Boston or somewhere on the Eastern Seaboard. Yeah. In Canada, we are eventually related. Oh, that's funny. I'll ask him and see where exactly. He's yeah, from. see where exactly. He is. Uh, yeah. So at Josh Vokey on Twitter, or um, again at Josh Vokey on Instagram. Great. Awesome. And how about you guys? Where can we find you guys on the? Well, on, you know, on all, you can find me on all social media, and I'm the only Rick Hong that matters. Uh, R I C K H O N G. You are the only one. <laughs> and I'm, there's a lot of Matt Mars in all yeah. of the matter because I'm, yeah. Anyway, I'm Matt Marr, everybody. You can find me on mattmar.tv. You can find my other two podcasts there, or you can find me at the Matt Marr on all of my social stuff. Yeah, and I'm Kelly McInerney. Actually, Kelly McInerney on Twitter was taken, so that's why you can find me on Holly Weirdo on Twitter. That's and a good Instagram. one, too. I like yeah, that. I like it. Yeah, I like and it. Uh, yeah, I have a podcast. I, KellyMcInerney.net, all that stuff. Uh, thanks again, Josh. You're Thank awesome. Thanks so, so much. Thanks much for, success thanks to you. Thanks so much, guys. Sev, uh, taking the time out to talk to us. We look forward to the rest of the episode. Have a great wedding. Yeah. Have and a yeah. great wedding. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, until next time, guys. Uh, yeah. yeah. See you later, everybody. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Clone later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 